Hi, I'm Sunaina Nair from Team Awaz and you're listening to the Career Compass podcast by Univo, powering online education. Are you contemplating a career shift? Want expert advice on how you can ascend the corporate ladder, increase your employability and get that increment you've been eyeing? Well, you've come to the right place. On this show, we will tell you all about hot emerging new sectors, in-demand courses and help you gain new skills to stand out and get noticed at the workplace. We will showcase informed, interesting perspectives from domain experts, offer tips on personal branding, solve career dilemmas and share stories and success mantras of professionals who've made their mark. There will hardly be a professional who hasn't toyed with the idea of a career pivot at some point of their career journey. This episode traces the journey of two such professionals from very diverse sectors who took that plunge, venturing into a nascent field, risking stability for the reward of pursuing one's passion. One, an MBBS intern who became a fashionista and Instagram influencer with 300,000 followers and many lucrative brand endorsements, and the other who made the switch from a successful corporate affairs professional into an entrepreneur, winning the Business World Young Entrepreneur of the Year award just about a year into his startup. In this segment, you're from Sonia Thiem, Head of Marketing, BioPlus and Content Creator Instagram as she shares her journey of giving up a prestigious hard-won MBBS degree to follow her passion of creating content which went on to open up a brand new career for her as a branded content creator and social media influencer with enormous clout. Today, she has endorsed 200 plus brands and has 300k followers on Instagram. She shares the common pitfalls to avoid while aspiring to be a content creator on Instagram and the constant learning and hard work it entails. Hi, Sonia. Welcome to the Career Compass podcast. Very happy to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad I I can be a part of this. To give a brief context to our listeners about your story, Sonia, you are an Instagram influencer with 300,000 followers, a fashionista. You have endorsed over 200 plus brands from Swarovski, Lakme, Nike, Puma, and even Mastercard, and the list goes on. You're also a social media and content marketing head with a pharmaceutical in Bangalore. What is really surprising, however, is that you are an MBBS distinction holder and you are a medical intern well into her second year when you decided to chuck it all and follow this passion of yours. And you've committed to it in spite of the financial instability that came with it in between and the stiff opposition from your family. So what really made you switch? Considering you had completed your MBBS with the distinction, not to mention, and you had gone through that grind, giving all that up for something that was so nascent at that time and perhaps a little unpredictable. Thank you so much uh, for your introduction. Well, I am somebody who will never stick to a place where I feel like I am not happy. Yes, when I switched, I realized that this place is not where I belong. I'm definitely not happy or enjoying the process of treating people. And medicine is such a field that you need to be 
very, very passionate. You need to love what you're doing. And if I'm not able to do that, I don't think it justifies to the oath that we take before entering medicine or after finishing your medicine. I wanted to do something where I can give my best and enjoy. But having said that, I did not even know where I should go. Uh, like you said, it's nascent, it's new. Uh, I didn't even know if I could have a career or if I could make money out of it. But the passion is what it takes and the, the self-belief is what it takes for you to take that switch. But it's not all hunky-dory. It came with a lot of difficulties as well. Right. I remember you mentioning to me, you come from a small town and your parents getting them into the fold, making them believe in your choices. That was incredibly difficult. What are some other challenges that you faced and how did you deal with those moments? Well, to be very honest, the first challenge is always finance because you know how stable uh, a doctor can be. That's maybe why my parents also pushed me to become one. When I left, finance was one thing that really, really was a hurdle. And a city like Bangalore, it's, it's quite expensive. That was one. Secondly, even if you're going through financial problem, emotional problems, if you have that backbone of a family support, it really, really drives you to work harder or maybe face a problem with much more strength. But for me, I had nobody. My parents loved me and they will always love me, but there's always a drift when you go a little away from what they want you to do. So if I had that support of family, maybe I would have done better. But again, maybe that was also for good because it made me more strong. Thirdly, a little guidance, because like you said, it's a new career option. I didn't even know it could be a career. I just did because I loved making content. I love fashion. I love anything that has to do with visual storytelling. And later on, I got to know, okay, people are getting paid uh, for Instagram posts, for writing blog posts. Right. In fact, there was an interesting story that you told. You were an intern and you put in this visual photo entry and you were selected. Can you just share the transition point when you realized, wow, I am actually good at it, you know, getting that validation? It's a very funny story. One fine day, I see a post on Facebook by Pop XO. If you know, it's a pop culture online platform. And Swarovski they, and Grazia, all these three brands, they collaborated to bring out the best of uh, all reasons of, of, of India in terms of styling. It's called Style Your Way to Paris. And I just entered. I didn't even know what is the prize, what is going to happen, nothing. I just uploaded a photo because I've got an ombre of white hair that, okay? I was like, okay, I look interesting. Let me just upload. And I just uploaded and I had, somebody was asking my email ID on Facebook and I was wondering why is this person asking my email ID and then I realized that I had actually been selected among I think 30 to 40 people. It was a live competition. The MD of Swarovski was there, the founder of Pubic. So a lot of highly professional people in the fashion industry were there. And uh, we had a styling competition, we had interviews, etc. And when the winner were being announced, I was lost because I got a call and I was just very diverted in my head. I thought they're announcing in the order of first, second, third, not three, two, one. Okay, so I was like, okay, fine. I got third. It's fine. I didn't lose anything. All these people who came here had like 15K, one lakh followers. I had 200 followers. I was like, it's fine. Got third and I realized I won. <laughs> and I was like really taken aback. I had this, the universe pushing me and telling me that this is your call, girl. You know, you need to, this is where you belong. Even then, it takes a lot for you to take a leap so big. This was just like me trying something out of nowhere. But I didn't know that uh, 
this will actually make me who I am today. So after that, I, I took a break from all this YouTube, everything. I had to finish my internship, right? I did not enjoy the process at all. And I'm seeing all these girls who were with me in the competition, making amazing pictures, videos. And I was like, if they can do this, maybe I can do better, perhaps. I just took an immediate call one day and I was like, I'm going to hire a photographer. I'm going to make content and I'm, I'm going to just do what I want to do. I don't know what it goes. I don't even know how if it's going to get paid. I don't know how do you get famous, how do you get numbers, but I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to take that leap of faith. And that's how it all started. Striking things, what you just said first, just go and do it. But yeah, even that takes a lot of guts and gumption, especially when you invested so much in that, you know, course like an MBBS, which is so grueling to chuck all of that. And, you know, okay, say I'm just going to follow my heart. I think there was another interesting story about how you landed your first endorsement from Lakme. If you would share that also, please. Yeah. So as I worked with Sarovsky, I became a part of Sarovsky, but that was you know, because I won, I knew them, but I never worked with bigger brands apart from that. So I was just doing uh, a little startup called Sakura and I was doing a stall and I, I met a few PR agency there and we connected and they got, they happened to know me because of my content, but they never got the chance to connect and sort of work with me. I think there was the first time I ever had a PR agency and me connecting physically. That's when I realized this is how you actually make connection and this is how actually you make moves in this field. So it was self-learning, self-teaching uh, experience. And uh, this lady, she loved my work and we got into mails and we started connecting about this brand called Like Me. And they wanted me to promote some lipsticks. And I was like, okay, fine. I was just okay, 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 because I was just getting clothes for free. And I was just happy to just do the work. And she's like, how much would you charge? I said, yeah, I don't know, maybe two. And then she was like, okay, so do one thing. Why don't you take 5K? And I was like, I was taken aback. I was like, oh, I can get 5K for a photo? That's insane. And I was really happy. And then I think that's when I exactly got to know that if I maybe give more of me, more of my time, my passion, I could actually make a real good career out of this. And now you have 300,000 followers on Instagram, 200 plus brand endorsements. You're living the dream of perhaps most of the Gen Z who want to be an Instagram influencer, right? Clinch these endorsements. So if you had some kind of advice, if you had to write a book, perhaps, what would that entail? I would love to write that book, by the way. When I started, Instagram was a Pinterest board. It was not about your reels. It was not about the quick three second video. 2014 15 it was all about enjoying visual medium now it's completely a different body now instagram is all about three second attention grasping uh platform where if your content is interesting and it's become like a video platform for us especially who started that that time it's been quite challenging to have transitions from that generation to this generation now i think uh, the apps are so much easier everything you get just in one click that's what is really easy and sometimes too easy is not great right right so i would just say uh, that if you really want to become an insta influencer or a content creator one thing you should have is the, the zest of creating it should not be just because you want cloud you want to flex you want numbers you want to be famous if that is the reason i don't think you're in the right place 
because this is a very honest story what has become right now of a, if you're a social media influencer some people tend to make a meme or a joke that you know a oh, influencer you know what i mean there's a stigma that has come around because as a, a little old generation creator we want to have that content being top notch right and if you want to make the content top notch you really need to love what you're doing if you are doing it because you just want to be famous your content is not going to be 100% or great that's interesting what you said because most just see the glamour behind this right if you could just let us know about the sweat and grind as well as in how easy really is it to ma- maintain that kind of visibility and the need to churn out those visually stunning stories every time nothing is easy people think oh my god you're an influencer all you care to do is wear good makeup you know when my friends they come over they come to my room and, you got this pr package you got this for free oh my god you're so lucky as like to get this i had to really slog you know what i mean so the hurdle is as equal to any job irrespective of what it is it may be more because the job is seasonal during diwali dashera or, or your new year maybe the campaign that works around is more higher but during a slow time is when there's no season one tends to get less work and when i was not doing a full time job when i was not doing my marketing job i used to struggle a little bit because june july used to be very dry and i used to pick up so this uncertainty you really need to have your finance sorted every house is there some influencer inside big micro mini whatever right now since it's so saturated one has to understand that you have to be ready to remember that today you might shine tomorrow might be not your day you have to be very prepared of what future might hold as for myself i so knew that after 30 i want to take up lesser project maybe something that is that holds very deeper to my heart what i want to try to say is it is as difficult as other job so you have to be really prepared so do you reject endorsements today when i started i wanted to say yes to everything and i did that for one month okay and when i saw my feet i was like girl it's it's not what you wanted to start my target was to look like a very visually appealing thing my feet was all about holding a product like this and there's a lot of story behind that by 2017 uh, early i realized that i'm going to i'm going in a very wrong direction either i'm going to lose my audience or i'm going to lose myself or something is going to go really wrong then that's when i started learning how to say no like big and o okay and it was really really hard because the money used to be like very tempting and work used to be really tempting but at the same time i had to say no that's why i take around only 3 to 4 projects and no has really given me a lot of yes in life and people might think okay it's all nice because you you have the name you got you got that place that's why you're saying no but it's not like that you know you get that name you get that certain respect or whatever in the industry it's because you got that guts to say no because if you keep saying yes people take you for granted and that's what i learned one thing networking skills how important do you think networking skills are in a field like this you know i'm a homebody i am so comfortable in my home but i know when to make the switch because it, it really does help in my career especially but if you see my colleagues in in the uh, social media industry you would see them like because they love partying and stuff and that's their choices i am not somebody who enjoys party so much but i know the party that i have to attend 
You know what I mean? I I don't necessarily think you have to socialize every day or every time there's a party that is being there. For me, I should know when what is the right party, what is the right socializing event. So I just I'm very selective. Even uh, during my whole fast uh, growing phase of the influencer times, 2017 18 was my big time. So that time I used to get a lot of uh, invites, but I would not go. Rather, I would pick up events that would be in Delhi, Bombay, and travel. So I think socializing, networking is very important, but you should know when, who are those people you're going to be socializing with and what is what value they're going to add in. You have to be very selective. I think right now in today's time, you need to know who you are indulging with and you need to make conscious effort. Today, you're also the social content and marketing head of a pharmaceutical company in Bangalore. How do you keep it reinventing yourself? Any new technology, anything comes in and you've got to just switch over, right? At the drop of a hat. So how much do you learn and update your skills given that digital marketing is so dynamic? And how do you invest in yourself professionally? Social media, anything that is digital is one of the most difficult you know, career these days. And it's been a great journey so far because I love anything to do with content. Everyday social media changes like this. The trend changes in two seconds, 30 seconds. So for me, I have to keep updating myself all the time. And I think what favors me is that I love learning and I believe in being a forever learner, a forever student. So yeah, that really has helped me in terms of catching the trend, understanding digital uh, media. And I do read a lot. So that's learning and reading is the thing. If you don't do that, you don't catch up to anything. Then with the plethora of online courses now, it just gets easier to learn so much. So before I wrap one quick question, what is it that you miss about medicine? Do you think I could have been like a doctor? No, not really. But one thing I say thank you to that field is giving me uh, the strength to learn and read more. Because honestly, I had to slog a lot, okay? I had to study 20 hours a day. And if I had not done that today, I would not be so enthused to learn and, you know, read. And I always say thankful to my father. It's like, maybe I don't like the fact that you pushed me here. But one thing that I've taken from this, this whole four to five years of my life is I can read a lot and learn a lot and have developed patience. But I don't miss it, huh? I don't miss it. It's really happy where I am. Wonderful, Sonia. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for being so honest. Thank you so much for having me. We hope you like listening to the show. Don't forget to listen to yet another interesting career pivot story of Nishant Parashar, founder Engage Pamo, who combined his passion for events and storytelling, quit a promising stint at Standard Chartered Bank to start his maiden venture against the backdrop of a recession, foraying into employee engagement when the term was relatively unheard of. Nishan shares candid insights for the mid-career professional bitten by the entrepreneurial bug, skills to get noticed by your network, and building personal credibility. Tune in now. Got a career pivot story for us? We would love to hear from you. Write to us at feedback at The Career Compass podcast is brought to you by Univo, powering online education.